Welcome to Front Office Pros. This is week nine sit starts. I'm Dustin. That's Joe. We're here to help you with your sit start decisions for week nine. Hut, hut, hike! Joe, why don't you give me your smash quarterback of the week for week nine? Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Dak Prescott this week. A um, little bit of a surprise, but Dak has finished as the QB1 and the QB3 the last two weeks. Uh, Eagles just gave up a QB1 performance to Sam Howell last week. And in the last three matchups against the Eagles, he hasn't thrown for fewer than three touchdowns in any game over the last three against the Eagles. And I'm looking for Dak to stay hot and uh, be a smash play at quarterback and possibly finish as a top three quarterback again this week. Um, and I'd be looking to possibly, you know, start Dak over guys like two against the Chiefs, uh, Joe Burrow against Buffalo, Lamar with Seattle. Um, but I would kind of draw the line at with Jalen Hurts. I don't mind Jalen Hurts against that uh, Cowboys defense across the field from him. Yeah, I agree with you. I think Dak's is huge play this week. Uh, I think C.D. Lamb has shown that he can be kind of matchup proof. That secondary for the Eagles has been banged up. Obviously, they got Kevin Bayard, you know, a week ago. So he'll be out there probably on C.D. Lamb in the slot, which is where C.D. Lamb's lining up a ton. Just a matter to me if, if Michael Gallup and Brandon Cooks can step up on the outside against Slay and Bradbury, uh, take some of the pressure off. If, you know, the tight end can step up and be something that Ferguson can be a, a good play or not. But I think Dak's a great play. I think he is a top three, top, you know, top five guy this week. I agree with you. I'm starting him over to uh, – I do, don't do really love that the Dolphins flew over today to – no, they flew over Monday, which I love. Kansas City flew over today, which I don't love. So that's going to be interesting. Yeah. We know that these international games, jet lag plays into it. I agree. Burrow versus the Bills, I'm not loving that. Lamar against Seattle, I agree with you that I'm starting Hurts over Dak, though. You can't not start Jalen Hurts right now. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with you. I, I give the advantage to the team. Whoever throw, goes over first, we've seen it. With the London games earlier this year, uh, the team that goes over earlier generally has been winning, and just they just look better. They've acclimated to that time zone change, and uh, yeah, Chiefs. You know, we'll see what happens, but maybe they should have went over a little early as well. Yeah. So if you don't know, the Dolphins went over on Monday. The Chiefs flew over today. I guess this morning, or in flight. I'm not sure what the time zone or when when time happens now, but they definitely left on <laughs> Thursday. Um, so we'll see what that ha- has effect on Mahomes and Kelsey in that group. I'll give you my sleeper quarterback for the week, and this is going to sound gross to you, but it is Zach Wilson, the New York Jets. The Chargers are giving up the most points to quarterbacks right now. If not for the two fumbles last week, Zach Wilson has a pretty good day. I think he scored like 12 fantasy points. You give him those two fumbles back, because you probably get negative points for your league in that, so that's an extra couple points there. He needs a TD or two to really be in that upper echelon, but we've seen him be serviceable without a touchdown. I think it's a good matchup for him. And he's a good spot start this week with all the injuries we have. I mean, we're talking about no Cousins, possibly no Stafford. Like, you're getting Clayton Toon in Arizona. You're getting all these just kind of like, meh. You're getting Aiden O'Connell. You're just getting who knows who playing quarterback. So he might be a decent spot start. I think I have in that mid-range where I'm comparing them to guys like probably having them, you know, over some of these names like Jordan Love and Sam Howell. I think I have them. Below the big names, below the Tua, the Mahomes, the Lamar Burrow, the Geno Smith. I think he's right there with like Geno Smith and Jared Goff this week. Probably the low rank QB one side for me. Yeah, well, he's got to be over Goff. Goff's on a bye this week. But well, uh, there you go. <laughs> uh, interesting though, you would like Zach Wilson over Sam Howell, who's uh, you know been a 
been a guy that you can rely on. He's like the quarterback 11, 12 on the year. So, yeah, I mean, I think they're real close, um, but I think I would take the upside right. Sam Howell has, he's playing New England, has McLaurin and DeHaan Dotson and Curtis Samuel, who are just meh. Whereas, you know, Zach Wilson has still has Garrett Wilson to throw the ball to and still has Brees Hall, who's really good and catch the ball. So I like that matchup for him against the Chargers. And the Chargers put up points. So there's a chance that that Zach Wilson's going to have to throw late in the game. It's not like they can just run the ball out. Or they get up and they can just run it, and he doesn't have those turnover-worthy plays. So that's where I'm at. Zach Wilson is my sleeper for the week. Joe, then yeah, who's I, your – go ahead. Yeah, I, I like your sleeper, though. I mean, it's hard to deny that matchup. The Chargers have just been a sieve to, you know, quarterbacks in the receiving game there. Their secondary just gets burned. So I, I, like, your, I like your call out there. Who's your stinker this week, Joe, at quarterback? Yeah, I'm going to go back to that uh, Jets-Chargers matchup, and I'm going to say Justin Herbert could in for a little bit of a stinker. Uh, Jets defense is along the third lowest passing yards per attempt, the fourth lowest passer rating, and the tenth fewest fantasy points per game to the quarterback position. Um, you know, it's a interesting, you know, skeptical with the Chargers offense. Um, you know, Josh Palmer's coming in banked up. They don't have Mike Williams. They got Keenan Allen. Austin Eckler's looking, you know, healthier. Um, I, I just think that there's room for the Chargers to struggle offensively in this one going up against the Jets. Um, you know, I'd be looking to start guys like uh, – might be willing to throw out guys like Sam Howell, Derek Carr, taking good taking advantage of a good matchup against Chicago. Uh, I like Minshew against the Panthers as well this week. Um, but I would not be looking to play uh, – Jordan Love, though. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you on that. I agree with you on those. I, I think it's a rough week for Justin Herbert. We know the Jets have a good secondary with Sauce Gardner, who's probably going to be on Keenan Allen. If it's not, it's Reed, who's also really good. Palmer's banged up. Quentin Johnson hasn't impressed. They're also probably missing both tight ends. It sounds like Gerald Everett's out, and Donald Parham has also been on injured reserve. They actually brought up Nick Vanette, so it could be like Nick Vanette and uh, Cole Stone. Uh, Cole. Cold Stone Smart, is his name is Cole Smart, but his little name is Stone. Um, Cole Stone Smart, shout out to Coop for that one. Like he may be playing more snaps and seeing some things. So that's not great in terms of like losing weapons. So it is, if you're the uh, the Jets defense, you just have to wait Keenan Allen, Austin Eckler, and I think you're pretty much locked them down. So I agree with you. I think that's a good a good stinker in Justin Herbert. I don't know if I would start Minshew over him. That's a risky one for me. I just I like the matchup though. I like the matchup, but Minshew's just <laughs> he's fun and exciting, but it's like uh, it's just real nerve wracking because it's like nothing, nothing, nothing else, and it's like something, and you're like, okay, now I got something. But yeah, I think Justin Herbert's in for a down week for everybody. Let's move to the running back position. I will give you my smash for the play, and it is Jonathan Taylor, which sounds crazy because it's Jonathan Taylor, but we've seen Jonathan Taylor kind of be in this uh, mixed bag with Zach Moss. But the Panthers are giving up the second most points to running backs. Panthers can't score, so this is going to be a ball control, like run-heavy offense for the Colts, which is kind of why I'm maybe a little bit more out of Minshew. JT's snaps have increased every week since he came back from the injury, but he has yet to get over 65% of the snaps. I think he's going to eclipse 65 maybe even 75% of the snaps. I think he fully takes over from Zach Moss this week. I like the matchup. I like the game scripts. So I'm starting JT over guys like Josh Jacobs, Saquon Barkley, but probably not over guys like Alvin Kamara who have a little more of that pass catching upside. Interesting. Uh, go again, you know, Josh Jacobs. I mean, that guy's been getting a ton of workload and uh, opportunity rookie quarterback there. Maybe uh, dumps it down to him. That's. 
I mean, that's if it was if it was Garoppolo, I'd probably stick with Jacobs just because I think Garoppolo like adds that little extra layer. I'm just worried that O'Connell just doesn't have that layer to the offense where I think they can stack the box against the Raiders this week and kind of just take Jacobs out of it and force O'Connell to throw to Adams or Jacoby Myers or Michael Mayer. Yeah, but I do think uh, I, I think it's interesting. I, I don't I th- you know Jonathan Taylor. It'll be interesting to see if he does get that full workload because you know I I've been torn as far as is Zach Moss thing just going to keep coming or at some point is, you know, Jonathan Taylor going to get the lion's share of this backfield back. Um, you know, it's been kind of tough. I've been considering, you know, possible trades for Zach Moss or, you know, do I hang on to him in a couple of leagues, but. Yeah. I mean, Zach Moss is still a good like piece. Cause I still think they're going to rotate him in. It depends on how the season goes for the Colts. If they're in contention for the playoffs, I think we see more Zach Moss. But I think if they're out, I think they just run JT and just run him into the ground, to be honest with you. Because they didn't <laughs> want to pay him. They're just going to use him, use him and abuse him. But I think if they have a shot at the playoffs, they'll try to save him for that. But, but I, I don't see that happening for them. But they did extend Taylor, though. I mean, I don't they know if how much they want to use and abuse him. <laughs> well, I mean, I think they're just going to run with them and do what they got to do. I think that's just their mentality. He's like, he's our best player. Just give him the ball and run it. So, Joe, who's your sleeper running back this week? Yeah, I'm going with Royce Freeman this week, uh, the guy that led the way for the Rams backfield last week, playing 53% of the snaps, and also had more routes run than Henderson last week. Uh, Packers defense has given up the eighth most fantasy points per game, the 14th highest touchdown rate, and the fifth most missed tackles to the running back position. And I, you know, I like Freeman for the upside, touchdown upside as well over Henderson in that backfield. I think people like Henderson, but to be honest, I mean, Royce Freeman has been more efficient and looked like the better back. We'll see if that equates some more carries. And I like the matchup against the Packers, you know, and I think, uh, you know, at this point, I mean, you could, Aaron Jones has been really disappointing, still doesn't look healthy. I think you could roll the dice and maybe toss a, give a chance to Royce Freeman, or if you guy, if you're debating whether or not to start Chuba Hubbard against a tough Indianapolis Colts defense, I think you could go Royce Freeman as well. You know, the tough one, it would be, you know, I think I would go with uh, Gus Edwards over Royce Freeman, but that's kind of a toss-up there. Oh, man, this was tough. When I saw Royce Freeman in the show, Doc, I was like, ooh, like, I love Daryl Henderson. I think he's a better fit for that offense. But you're right, he has outsnapped him. He, you know, is more efficient with his carries. So another week in that offense, another week learning the plays and the, the system, he could take over. I mean, it's so hard to not play Aaron Jones because we know what Aaron Jones is when he's healthy. He just has not been anywhere close to that this year. I agree with you, Chuba Hubbard, maybe. I think he's going to take over for Miles Sanders. I agree with you. I have not started him over Gus Edwards. I like the touchdown upside for Gus Edwards. But, yeah, Royce Freeman's an interesting sleeper running back there. I'm I'm curious to see how that works out for you there, Joe. Yeah, I mean, I'm playing him. I got him in a uh, sleeper league. Uh, and I'm with the bye weeks and stuff. I I'm, I'm playing them. So, I mean, I'm putting my money where my mouth is, but, um, you know, I just looking for some running backs that are down the list. That was also kind of tough for me to do the comparables. Cause it's like, he's in like the twenties and I'm like, well, I'd start yeah. him over most of these guys. So I had to bring him up a little bit. Yeah. You got to bring him up at that point. That's the hard part when we're comparing players is we look at the comparable list and we're like, man, this guy's so far down, but it's, yeah, of course <laughs> you're going to start Royce Freeman. If you believe in Royce Freeman, you're going to start him over the likes of, you know, yeah, it was like Najee you know. Harris and a couple yeah, of those guys. Yeah, like. Alexander Madison, <laughs> those horrible backs like that. So, 
I'll give you my stinker play for the week, and it kind of might go against what most people think, but it's Tony Pollard this week for the Dallas Cowboys. The Eagles are giving up the least amount of points to running backs. Tony Pollard hasn't seen 15 carries or more than 15 carries since week three. This could be a high-scoring game, which I think lends itself to the passing game. We obviously like Dak Prescott as our, as our smash um, quarterback. I just think that this could be a game where they just don't – Tony Pollard's just not involved. He had, didn't do great last year against Philly, so they kind of box him in. Philly's pass rush is really good, so he might have to stay in and block more. So I like this game for Dak and C.D. Lamb and Ferguson and maybe like a Brandon Cooks, but I don't love it for Tony Pollard. So I'm going to start – I'm going to start guys like Walker – probably Rashad White and probably Chuba Hubbard over him. Yeah, I think that makes sense. You know, the thing with the Eagles is that you can't run against them, but you can pass on them. And that's why we like the Dak Prescott option. Um, but, I, you know, I like your call. I think Pollard is in for a disappointing game just because they're, you know, interior part of that defensive line for the Eagles is so good and it's so tough to run on them. You know, even Tony Pollard will most likely struggle. Plus, you know, he's honestly been disappointing this year in general. I mean, people had these high hopes because Ezekiel Elliott was gone, that he was just going to take over and be like a top five fantasy running back, and we just haven't seen it. Yeah, he's had, he had a couple good weeks to start and then kind of has fallen off. Now, he does get the pass-catching work. There is no one else in that backfield that really does the pass-catching work. So that could be part of a game that could salvage his fantasy game, but I think it's just going to be a letdown. So are you enjoying this video so far? Well, if you are, show your support to our new channel by hitting the subscribe button and liking this video. We'll be creating videos all NFL season long, so you're not going to want to miss what we have in store. Joe, who is your smash wide receiver this week? Yeah, to your point, uh, with your sleeper, of uh, Zach Wilson, I'm going to go with Garrett Wilson. Uh, you know, the Jets offense and... Zach Wilson, I you know, and Garrett Wilson, I think they finally just figured out that they need to get the ball to Garrett Wilson and get it to their best playmaker and put it in his hands uh, as he's been targeted 25 times the last two weeks. Um, you know, we've talked about how bad the Chargers' defense has been, but they've allowed the sixth highest PPR points per target and the fifth most receiving touchdowns to perimeter wide receivers. So I, I think uh, Garrett Wilson's in line for a smash week this week, you know, I'd be starting um looking to start him over guys like uh you know Cooper Cup. I you know could be tough, but I also don't know what he's gonna do with uh Brett Rippon as quarterback. That's a little concerning to me. Uh Jalen Waddle against the Chiefs, that's not the best matchup for him. Uh don't I'd play him over Keenan Allen against the New York Jets, same game here. But uh, you know, can't go any higher than CD Lamb. That's where my line is drawn. <laughs> Yeah, I think I, I totally agree with you. Like, I obviously like Zach Wilson, so I think Garrett Wilson's a big part of that. He is being targeted. He has kind of taken over as that true one. Like, there was some talk. It was like him and Alan Lazard are back and forth. But I think with Wilson, that Wilson to Wilson connection is huge. Not sure I'm starting him over Cooper Cup. I think even with Brett Rippon, I'm <laughs> in on Cooper Cup out on Puka Nakua because I think Cooper Cup's that short yardage guy where Puka Nakua's got a little more a, a higher A dot. So I think Cooper Cup can get the like the five yard screen and rush it for 30 yards and he'll save his day. Um, even with Brett Rippin or Dresser Wynn or whoever it might be throwing the ball. It might still be Stafford with a bum thumb. Um, but I think I'm definitely starting him over Waddle, uh, Keenan Allen. But, yeah, I agree with you. I'm not starting him over CeeDee Lamb. But it's a good, he's a good smash play, and I think it's what we've wanted from Garrett Wilson. I think it's what he was drafted to be. I think he finally pays off this week. Yeah, I agree. I've got, uh, you know, Garrett Wilson in a couple leagues and just crushed with the Rodgers thing week one, but finally seeing it, he's finally beginning coming more relevant. I think this is the big breakout game. I know he's had like 100 yards 
you know, game last week, but maybe he gets the touchdown and really puts it over the top. Yeah, I agree with that. So, Joe, who is your stinker wide receiver this week? Yeah, I'm going with Keenan Allen this week. Um, like we talked about the Jets and the tough defensive matchup the Chargers are facing with, you know, Herbert. If I think Herbert's going to stink, well, there's a good chance that Keenan Allen is. Jets have allowed only one touchdown and the lowest PPR points per target to slot receivers this year. So the matchup's just not looking good. Um, you know, definitely rolling with guys like Cup, Waddle, Pittman over Keenan Allen. Um, but if it came down to Keenan Allen, like versus a Devonta Smith, um, I'd play Devonta Smith or Keenan Allen over Devonta Smith, rather. Yeah, yeah I agree. With you. Devonta Smith has just been such a letdown, but I agree. If we're out on Herbert, we have to be out on Keenan Allen. Seeing Sauce Gardner and DJ Reed like is not a good matchup. There's just not a lot of, there's only so much moving around you can do with him and to try to get him good matches. I don't think it's possible against the Jets. So I agree with you. I'm starting him, I'm starting Cup. Waddle, Pittman over him, and, and but probably starting him over Devonta Smith, who's just been a letdown. Let's move on to the tight end position. I'm going to give you my smash play, and it is Dallas Goddard, the Philadelphia Eagles. The Cowboys are giving up the se- seventh most points to tight ends, which isn't great, but it's not horrible. Um, they have The Cowboys have good shutdown corners, so they could lock down A.J. Brown and Devonta Smith. So I'm kind of down on both of them this week. And that might open up the middle for Dallas Goddard. I think it's a high-scoring game. We know this this game could be the highest scoring of the week, one of the highest scoring of the season. I just think Dallas Goddard, who has seen a lot of targets the past few weeks, has this been trending in the right direction. I like what he can do in this game against, against the Cowboys. And so I'm going to start him over guys like Dalton Kincaid, who I think is the big hot buzz. Everybody's all excited about it, who I've been traditionally down on. I still think he's... <laughs> Good, not great. I think he's a great athlete. I just don't think they use him a ton. I'm probably starting him over guys like TJ Hawkinson. The question for me is Travis Kelsey, and if I start, got her over Travis Kelsey. We know the Taylor Swift effect that he's like 55 yards without Taylor Swift in the game. She's not going to be in Germany. Them traveling today to Germany does leave me a lot more questions with that jet lag, so I might start Dallas Goddard over Travis Kelsey, which seems crazy to say because it's Travis Kelsey, but I think that's where I'm going. Yeah, I don't. I don't blame you there. I mean, I don't expect uh, Taylor Swift to be traveling to Germany to watch Travis Pelle. So with that, I mean, yeah, his ups, his uh, ceiling is definitely capped. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I like Goddard um, as your smash play this week. Like you said, you know, Cowboys have the corners, but I think the middle of the defense is potentially vulnerable for Goddard to hit the seams and get those big plays that he can create down the field. Yeah. And I think he's just being used more, which I love. I love seeing that he's picking up the targets and the usage. We want our tight ends to be playing a ton of snaps, and we want him to see the targets. I think he's overtaking Devonta Smith as the number two target on that team, which I really like for tight end. So that's why I'm in on Dallas Goddard. Joe, who's your sleeper tight end this week? Yeah, it's another injured guy. Um, But I'm going to go with Luke Musgrave. He is questionable with the ankle injury. You know, he's still been playing the last couple of weeks with it, but definitely – you know, his, hasn't had as large of a role with this injury, hasn't looked as good. But if there's anything that could possibly cure or help that ankle injury, it might be this matchup against the Rams defense. Um, the Rams have allowed the sixth highest fantasy points per game and the highest yards per reception to the tight ends. You know, I, I like the I really like the matchup. I'd like this, you know, even more for Luke Musgrave if he wasn't battling with the ankle injury. But I, I think Jordan Love and the Packers need to reassess this offense and maybe stop taking so many shots down the field and just love needs to start taking some of these short passes. And I think that's where, 
you know, Musgrave could really eat in this matchup. Um, you know, and I'd like to play that, you know, I'd rather play Musgrave over guys like Cole Clement and David Njoku this week. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, I've never wanted to start David Njoku one day in my life. <laughs> um, but I do like this matchup. I think it's a good one. I, I am worried. But David Njoku is never good. Like, he just <laughs> never, ever is good. Everybody says he's good, and he's never once been good. Like, he has one good game. You start him, he sucks. So I never have wanted to start him a day in my life. I've never liked David Njoku. Never going to start him. But I right. like Luke Musgrave. I wish the ankle was fully healthy, but I agree. Jordan Love's got to figure something out, and it looks like when they when he's been successful, it's been when he's targeting Luke Musgrave. So I think this could be a good matchup for him. I agree. Komet with uh, Taysom Bajan starting, and I'm just not super thrilled with Bears offense. So I like Musgrave as a sleeper. I'm going to give you my stinker, and it's going to shock some people, but it's Mark Andrews of the Baltimore Ravens. Look, Seattle's given up the ninth fewest points to tight ends, but they've only given up one touchdown to tight ends this season. Now, follow me down this this pathway, Joe. It's Sunday. <laughs> it's Odell Beckham's birthday. If he is playing, now he was the squeaky wheel last week, like slamming his helmet, was unups, was upset he didn't get. If we believe the squeaky deal narrative and we believe birthday narrative, both those things line up for Odell Beckham to have a good game on Sunday, which means that maybe someone else doesn't, and that's probably Mark Andrews. I'm not sure I love the matchup against Seattle. I think it could be a game where, again, Baltimore gets up, Seattle doesn't put up a ton of points, and they run with, you know, Hill a lot, and Gus Bus, and it could just be a running game. Lamar's going to run a few in. So I'm going to start guys like Kyle Pitts and Taysom Hill over Mark Andrews. I think I draw the line at Trey McBride just with Clayton Toon there. I don't know what Clayton Toon is, so I'm worried to start any piece of that Arizona offense. So I think I'm starting Taysom Hill for sure. Definitely Kyle Pitts over Mark Andrews, but I'm probably starting Andrews over Trey McBride this week. Yeah, this is a this is a bold sticker, Dustin. I mean, you're going all the way down the path of this, yeah, uh, you know, stuff on, the old Odell Beckham Jr. stuff. That's um, his birthday, man. You got to give him a birthday touchdown. Yeah, uh, I mean, I hope I hope for their sake they do because I mean we've seen this guy cause the drama with the team and on the sidelines, and it starts getting loud if you don't start fixing it. I mean, we saw it in Cleveland. I mean, his his dad was posting videos of Baker Mayfield <laughs> targeting and <laughs> incompletions. Yeah. Um, and they're targeting but, Odell. He's just not catching them, really. Like, he dropped that one, the one touchdown this week, and that's where he really slammed his helmet. So I think they try to fix that this week. Yeah. Well, then he shouldn't – he's only got room to be mad at himself then because yes. he didn't catch the ball. But, yeah, I don't know. It's hard to it's hard to get, bet against Mark Andrews, but, you know, you got the stats in the matchup. You know, I don't know. I mean, Kyle Pitts <laughs> and some of these guys are starting over him. I mean, that's kind of tough. Yeah, Kyle <laughs> Pitts mean, is, has been a, a – I mean, I've been out on Kyle Pitts, but he's seen five five targets past two games before that, six, 11 targets. Like, he's got decent amount of targets. Now, he's not catching a ton of his balls either, but you only need to catch three passes for, like, 40 yards to be a top 10, top 10 tight end, really. I mean, you don't need to do a lot to be a top 10 tight end in fantasy. So, no, if I mean, Mark if Andrews only catches zone. three balls for 40 yards, like, yeah, he's a top 10 guy, but, like, that's not what you want for Mark Andrews. You're expecting top three production for Mark Andrews, and I just don't think you're going to get that this week. Yeah, it could make sense. I mean, basically for tight ends these days, if you get a touchdown, you're like top five automatically. Yeah, if you get a touchdown, you're top five. <laughs> but that's what I mean. Like you, if in a PPR league, three catches for thirty yards, you're like six points. That's pretty decent for tight ends. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 really tough how much of a crapshoot it is, man. Yeah, especially when you got Kittle on a bye this week. I think Kittle's the only really good one on bye this week. So I think you're. I'm on Sam Laporta. Sam Laporta. <laughs> I forgot about the line. So you got Kittle and Laporta on bye this week. Next week gets Kelsey. 
and I think Goddard on a buy. So um, I think no. you can do all right picking up guys like you know Pitts and Taysom Hill. I've seen a lot of people like, should I pick up Taysom Hill? I'm like, yes. Why would you not pick him up and put him in your lineup? So uh, I think he could have another good week. So let's get to our stack of the week. When we say stack, we're talking about a quarterback and a receiving option, usually wide receiver, but can be a tight end. Joe, who is your stack of the week? Yeah, my stack of the week. I'm going to – kind of a risky one, Dustin, but I'm going with uh, Derek Carr and Chris Olave. I think ah. uh, this is a get-right week for them. You know, we've seen the disconnect that they've had and the frustration that Carr has had with Olave, but I think it comes together with a great matchup against the Chicago defense and – you know, they're taking the shots down the field, and I think they're going to be successful this week. Yeah, if he can't do it against Chicago, he's just not going to do it. It's interesting that you picked Olave. I probably would have picked Michael Thomas, who I think is the safer play. I think Olave is the higher-end play. I think Michael Thomas is a safe play. I think Rashid Shahid is that boom-bust play. But I, I don't think it's a bad matchup. It is the Bears, so theoretically they should be able to do it because everyone's looked good against the Bears. My stack of the week is two guys we've talked about. It's Dak Prescott and CeeDee Lamb. I think it's going to be a, a big shootout there against the divisional rival in the Eagles, so I'm expecting them to put up good numbers this week. Yeah. And I'm yeah, surprised I mean, that we didn't put Zach Wilson and Garrett Wilson in here because we both like them as our smash plays at court, you know, a sleeper quarterback and our smash wide receiver, but that's another good stack. It's yeah. weird to me that there's some good stacks considering we have some crap quarterbacks playing this week. <laughs> Yeah, it is interesting. I mean, you you mentioned it. I mean, we got the likes of Clayton Tune out there this week. Uh, maybe we have PJ Walker again, depending on how uh, things we'll shake out with Deshaun Walker Watson. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think Deshaun uh, Watson's playing, but you know, you know, the rookie quarterback Minnesota as well. So yeah, it's it's uh, it's not great this week at quarterback play, and I think it's this this part of the season. If you're playing right now and you're you're struggling and you're trying to get a win, like. Finding those diamonds in the rough, it's not going to be this like, oh my gosh, I've got this stacked lineup. It might just be like a gross lineup that wins you your week this week. And that's all you need. You just need to get wins. doesn't matter if it's pretty or not. doesn't matter if you're the highest score as long as you win. This has been Week 9 Sit Stars from Front Office Pros. Again, if you like this video, hit the smash like, subscribe button, and we'll be back next week for Week 10 Sit Starts.